0: Good evening, everybody. This is Brian Mosalem. I'm your co-host alongside Jason Strayhorn. And boy, what an evening it is, Mr. Strayhorn. What an evening indeed, Mr.
1: Mosalem. What a win. Hey, Spartans win against the undefeated Michigan Wolverines. Both 7-0. Now, 1-7-1. And the other is 8-0 which are the third college football playoff rank MSU Spartans. Unbelievable. Just fantastic. Annou-
0: just announced today, you saw the CFP came out today with the rankings. Had us ranked just, third. just a short time ago. Just a short time ago, had us third ranked third. But all of that stems from Saturday and as former players and former Spartans, I don't really know how we can be any happier, right? <laughs>
1: No, no, no. I mean, th- there is a few things that can make us happier. But as far as right now in this season, at this point in time, I mean, this is... We're playing with house money, obviously. This is outstanding. And how about the performance by K-9?
0: Oh, K- K-9 was special. There's no question about it, you know. So, you see that uh, uh, we moved to 8-0 and and uh, winners 10 of the last 14 games and... That game lived up to the billing. I mean, the electricity in that stadium. Mm. Blow for blow. Body blow, body blow, shot after shot. Michigan
1: played a hell of a game.
0: Michigan played a hell of a game. Absolutely. And all the hype, all the talk, all the smack, everything evolved in that game lived up to, as they say, the billing. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you, when I watched that game, and I sat there, and I, I saw Michigan come out 10 nothing, and I saw us fight back and claw back and claw and fight and chop, chop, chop. Keep, keep doing what it takes to win. Yeah. you just got to be proud of these kids, these young men.
1: You, you have to be proud of them in the face of adversity, in the face of bad weather conditions, slippy, slippery footing, uh, you know, starting off. In a 10 nothing deficit, by the way, which is something that, you know, when you're coming off a bye week, really scares you. I mean, I got that question a ton last week. What scares you the most about this game? That! Starting in a 10 nothing deficit. Could have been 14 nothing, But they were able to take the blows. I mean, this is a talented Michigan team. There's no doubt about it. There's that, the ceiling interception by Charles Brantley. But... This is a talented Michigan team, Brian. And when I look at what they were able to do, I'm talking about the Michigan State Spartans, in the face of the adversity, it really, as a former player, as you are, both of us, we, we felt a, a sense of pride, a, a, like a, almost like one of those, like, like how Coach D watched I and mean, We're going to talk about that later. How he was looking over his, the program that he built you have a sense of pride, and it brings up uh, some emotions that you just don't get on a day to day basis, and that's why either. we love this game.
0: Wow, I mean, you just you know, I mean, you can't explain it either. You and I both played in this game. Yeah. And you and I, how hard, like we know how hard it is to overturn an avalanche mm. in football, right? Momentum is everything, and to be down ten nothing to be down 13-7 to be down 30 to 14 and to overcome all of those things in a football game that means so much. Where both you and I know how much this game means. You know, talk to me about how you were feeling at that time. Oh my gosh, like Because look, we can go over highlights all day. We can <laughs> show you all the touchdowns. Everybody saw everything that there is. But as a former player, we can't explain how we feel. I, I can't explain how I felt. No, I, mean, I was very choked up after that
1: game. No, we we were all choked up. I'm on the air live doing a broadcast with my my broadcast partner George Blaha, and I had to fight back tears. I had to. I was getting choked up at sometimes. I don't know if people could hear it. I was hitting the cough button so that you couldn't. <laughs> but it, it, there's no question about it. When when I'm seeing what I saw unfold in front of my eyes. And, and understanding what it takes to, to do this. So, I mean, this isn't easy. I mean, Mel Tucker is a guy who comes in here unheralded. Nobody really understands, like, you know, who he is. Don't, he, he didn't have a great head coaching record at Colorado. He didn't necessarily have a great record last season, what was 2-5 and five for Michigan State. But he did beat Michigan. So there was a glimmer of hope. There's 41 new faces on this team, and the world is buzzing about this is the game. This is one of the biggest games of the century because Michigan State is 7-0, Michigan is 7-0. and Both of them are ranked in the top 10, first time since 1964. And 1964, they weren't both undefeated. So here, here we are in a game that has so much magnitude it's so there's so the, the stakes are so high and then you have a bunch of guys that don't really understand this rivalry how how are you going to get them to understand what this really means on one side when clearly michigan understood what this rivalry meant and what it means as evidence yeah as evidence like look listen you had current players, former players, coaches. There were so many people from the other side talking about
0: this. Chirping. A lot of chirping. Hold on. That weren't even in the game, weren't going to make a player tackle. Well, that's, that's, that's part of the and deal. They, they were chirping. That's part of the deal. Why is that part of the deal, though?
1: That speaks to the program.
0: What, they, tell me why that's part of the deal. It speaks because to the program. Because you or I or them are not blocking and tackling. No, not at right? all. Yeah. Well, why is that part of the deal? You know what they did? Well, t- when you've lost they showed their 10 hand. of the last 14? They showed their hand. Well, why is that part of the deal? They
1: made it easier. Back when we played, they, we, did not, we really didn't understand it. I, I, I got a, a glimpse of it because I had a high school teammate that went on to play at Michigan who said some slick stuff to me when I signed with Michigan State. And I thought... I literally – I really thought when I would go – I signed at Michigan State and my buddy Tony Henderson had signed at Michigan a couple of years before me from North Central High School in Indianapolis that we were, were going to work out together in the summer. We're going to hold hands and run together and lift together. I thought that. But as soon as I signed – you know how naive freshmen are. You sure. know, Before you're a freshman. But as soon as I signed – he made it very crystal clear. I was on the other side. We're the civilized people, and you sign with those farmers. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so now we're not cool anymore. And that was me as a 17 year old signing to come to Michigan State, having no idea. You have guys now that, and I wasn't even contributing in the first year. Leave no doubt about that. I was not contributing. You, you have. 41 new guys. A lot of those guys are contributing. Kenneth Walker III has no idea, as when he signed from Wake Forest and we entered the transfer portal, what this rivalry meant. He learned literally I mean, he's not the only a week one. ago. There's more. There's more guys. No doubt about it. But he learned a week ago what this rivalry meant. And what did Michigan do? What did the Michigan players do? What did the former players do? They, not all. But they they helped it. They, they allowed for clear, crystal clear, you know, I would say evidence, <laughs> as to why we, on both sides of the fence, dislike each other on Saturday nights, Saturday mornings, Saturday afternoons, whenever it is. They showed them.
0: So they, they- – Obviously, they permeated the culture, right? The, they said everything we expected them to say. Former players. I give the current players credit. They didn't chirp much. Not much. No. No. But former players did. And, you know, every Spartan grabs on every word that's said heading into this rivalry, heading back to 2007, like we talked about with Coach D. Mike Hart. Um, yeah. And... It fuels the fire, right? It fuels the flame. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's talk about the X's and O's real quick. Yeah. 37-33 final. K-9 has five touchdowns. Offensive line, we thought, blocked very well. All right. Ran blocked very well. Um, had some pass protection issues because 97 is a hell of a player. Hell of a player. <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Cade uh, okay. McNamara, we thought, we said beat us over the top throw the ball he did did very well played very well oh unflappable the yes, McNamara absolutely I un, mean he un- played oh my god absolutely he un- unquestionable on the, way, the road on the road the way he played you know you got to give the hats off to the, to the young man hats off to Michigan's D-line on pass protection um, but we ran the football we ran the football better than I expected and I'm just curious as, you know, you being in the booth, why you thought so?
1: You know, I'll be honest with you. I I I, I, th- I didn't think that our offensive line play was that good offensively. Like when when you're talking about pass protection, it was okay. Run was was mediocre. I think that, you know, these are some guys that, that were coming off the ball and doing the best that they could, but – Michigan literally challenged them, and had only five, sometimes six guys in the box. When K nine had trouble against the you know other other teams, you're looking at eight nine guys in the box. That's what gave them trouble. So when you can only put five individuals in between the tackles, and at the linebacker depth area which is at the box that we're talking about you still have six people in coverage which allows for a lot of double teaming uh, look if you have three receivers you got everybody's doubled aside from the tight end think about this this is what Michigan was doing in daring Peyton Thorne and company to 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 beat them <laughs> look we're, we're going to just put five guys here, and Michigan State had trouble moving guys against their will. They had trouble getting movement and getting up to the second level and blocking linebackers. Linebackers were scraping. Defensive linemen were reestablishing, re-establishing the line of scrimmage, which is what we talk about a lot in offense and defensive line play. Anybody who's ever played the game understands what I'm talking about. Reestablishing the line of scrimmage. Michigan was doing it. That's replacing their hands, where their hands are, with their feet. Both guys are trying to do the same thing. Michigan was winning at that. And K-9 still found a way.
0: How do we run for 197 yards (laughs) in five touchdowns? Hit some gaping holes. Let's be honest here.
1: Later, on, later in the game. Later on. Later in the game. That's what happens. You know, so because it, it becomes demoralizing, especially when, you know, you're, you're doing your job, you're doing your job, you're doing your job as a defense, and then this guy's still finding a way. He's getting out of the game. He's out running. He's out flanking guys who have angles on him. He's out flanking guys who are great athletes that you've seen run down. The fastest guy on your team. He's out doing and then 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 you start saying, you know what, you know, I am sick of this. (laughs) it creeps into the mind of everyone, just like it creeped into JJ McCarthy's mind after he had fumbled on his
0: last play. You know, you called that on the radio. You said, keep in mind he fumbled the last play of the game. Sure enough, the next play he came in He fumbled the ball on the (laughs) the turf. (laughs) I mean you And you
1: called it. We, you actually we just, called it. We we know this as 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 players. You know you're it's, it's you're a, it's a true a psychology. freshman. It's, yeah, it's psychology, a freshman, man. I mean, you, you're talking about a a, a player who's entering the, literally the biggest game of his life,
0: JJ McCarthy. And this isn't an, an indictment on him. Seven minutes. No, 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 not him. Not at all. I Seven mean, this minutes is, left. You put him in the game. Now they said um McNamara was under the tent. I believe he's being looked at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But. You bring him back into the game with seven minutes left and they put the ball on the turf.
1: You know, when, when we we're calling this game live, we don't know. I'm, I'm thinking maybe Harbaugh sent him out there. Jim said, you know, I want him to get gain his confidence back. And I thought that was a bad move. But it wasn't bad. It was they, had, they put him out there because of a necessity. McNamara wasn't available. He was hurt. Because of the shot he took from the corner blitz. Corner blitz, if you remember. And I can't remember the young man's Number name. 30. Number 30. Number 30 came from the left side of that offensive formation. formation, And absolutely lit up Cade McNamara. Hit him right in the below the sternum. I mean, like he was shot out of a cannon. I think that's what the Fox broadcaster said. Looks like he was shot out of a cannon. And hit him. He goes back. I mean, that takes some... Work from the trainers to be able to overcome that. So he's on the sideline wondering if he's going to be able to go again. And Michigan gets the ball back. Now they say, you know, JJ has to go in. JJ comes in as a freshman. He says, you know what? Man, the last time I was out here, Brian, I fumbled a damn ball. And guess what happens? When you think that way, exactly, just like the trouble with the snap, when you think that way, if you allow that thought to creep in, you do exactly
0: what you're thinking about, I, and it happened. I just cannot impress enough upon the, the mantra of just fight, chop, keep chopping, keep chopping, right? <laughs> Down 30-14, just keep battling. 30-20, 30-22, 30-28, 30-30, 33-30. 37. How improbable is that? I mean, but you just keep battling, right? Because it's a 60-minute game. Yeah. Hats off to Coach Tucker. Hats off to those kids. And they played their tails off. Now, have you ever seen a crowd more electric in Spartan Stadium? Never. 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 I I agree with you. It was absolutely electric.
1: That was as electric as, I mean, I've ever seen it. You know, I would... I can't remember anything that was close in comparison to the upswing. I just can compare it to how on the opposite end it was on the downside. That, that was as good as the Notre Dame 2006 was bad. And if those, <laughs> those who were there know what I'm talking about. I, in the rain.
0: John it, L. Smith, I swore oh off. Oh, my. God. Yeah, I swore as that As
1: good off. as this was, that was bad. So it, it was on the same level. But on the, on, the, uh, on the upswing, though, we love it. We loved it. Every bit of it. I mean, people did not leave. Xavier Henderson talked about it. I mean, they loved the fact that Spartan Nation stayed, and they cheered, and they were in full effect. And it, it, was, it, was, a, it was a great, great win and a great atmosphere for everybody who I mean, look, we, we can show
0: highlights all day, but you and I both talked about, as former players, uh, Number one, how much this game means to us, right? <laughs> and you <laughs> and I like both everything. got very emotional after the game. Yeah. And, yeah. and then just to be able to reverse that avalanche, to come back from being down uh, uh, 30 to, to 14 and to fight back and to not give up and not quit. The hardest thing in all of sports, the absolute hardest thing is to be down by by a few scores that seem out of range and to fight and to come back there is nothing harder i don't care what anybody says to get 11 people all buying into not quitting Mm -hmm. keep pushing and really that's a credit to coach tucker i mean it really is because there were many spartans that thought at 30 14 this game is over and they battled and battled and fought and chopped and chopped and chopped. And battled the way back. And now Mel Tucker becomes the first coach in MSU history to win his first two games against Michigan, which is quite impressive. Talk to us about that a little bit. You know, it's unprecedented. You know, you talk about
1: Mel Tucker and what he's been able to do in his short tenure as Michigan State head coach. And... You know, you know, you, you you think that a lot of the stuff that's being said is coach speak. You know, we're going to keep chopping. We're going to take them to the deep water, blah blah. And you think, okay, that's, that's gimmicky, blah blah. But you
0: see the way that those young men play for The him. mindset, the mindset, the belief—they're all buying in. You can't fake that. You cannot fake that.
1: Mm-mm. No, no, Mel Tucker is the real deal. I mean, here he is at the press conference.
0: But he knows exactly what he's saying. He's pointed in his message. Look at it. First coach in MSU history to go 2-0 against Michigan. He talks about chopping. He talks about the, the deep end. He talks about the aggregation of marginal gains. He talks about it takes what it takes. He talks about he has all these phrases and catchphrases that that really, when you're in you know, all, when you're in you know, all, they all make sense, okay. And he's got all these kids bought in. He's got a program believing. He's got a Spartan nation believing. I mean, when you when you look at that, right? Yeah. You, you don't have to be good. You just have to think you're good. And he has all those kids
1: bought in. You gotta give them something to believe in. They should write a song about that. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I'm telling you, like when you, when, you, when you talk to the most critical of analysts or players or staff or just people around the program, they can't say anything bad about Mel Tucker. They just can't. And, it, you know, you and I know the deal. We understand real from fake. Ain't nobody's gonna pull wool over our eyes and make us believe that, oh, go green, go white. It's all no, 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 no. Mel Tucker's the real deal, just like Mark D'Antonio was. Mel Tucker's taking it to another level. That's where we are right now in Spartan football legacy. This is we're embarking on something that we've never seen before, as evidenced by what. The College Football Playoff Committee sees in Michigan State. You're talking about a team that is 8-0. Oklahoma, what are they ranked? Eighth? Uh, Eighth? Doesn't matter. Nope. At 8-0. Michigan State. It doesn't matter. Third in the nation after two SEC teams. That's where Mel Tucker has this program at the current state. And I'm not saying that he's going to run the table. Nobody's, nobody's sitting here saying that. But those guys in that locker room would beg to differ. That's all that matters. It don't matter what we say. It doesn't matter what you think. It matters what those guys in the locker room believe. And if they believe it the way that Mel Tucker is putting it out, look out. That's all I'm saying. Look out. Because they really believe. Why not now, Brian? That's but, what they believe. But,
0: but he, he gets the whole picture. He gets everything from naming certain parts of the stadium to his <laughs> catchphrases to even fan engagement. Do we have that slip about fan engagement? Fun. Very I telling. I don't
2: mind it. <laughs> I don't mind it. I think it's fun. It's a great way to engage with our fans. We are great fans, we're the best fans in the country. Um, and they—they're really. This is a football town. Yeah, this is a this is a football school. Um, there's a lot of pride and tradition here at Michigan State with Spartan football. And so, um and that's what our, our fans deserve. They deserve to be to see good football. To see a tough, hard-nosed football team out there that won't quit. You know, um, they deserve to see—you know—see winning football, and they, they deserve to—to—to to, to be. Um, they have a, you know, a coaching staff and, a, and, a, and, a, and players who appreciate them. I mean, we appreciate our fans. We appreciate our students, our students section. I mean, we be off for of them. And it's, it's a community, you know, with this. You know, we're all we're all connected, you know, through the game of football. And so, again, it's, just, it's not about us. It's about, you know, it's about everyone and uh, all, all Spartans. So, you know, whether it's tough coming or, or you know, down for highest or or the deep end or the woodshed, whatever it is I
0: mean, that's, uh, that's what I mean so as you see he understands the community he understands the fans he knows how big this is to Spartan Nation he understands what a Tuck coming means he gets he gets all the fan engagement he understands social media and how Spartan Nation reacts to that. Like, this is all part of building a culture. Yeah. It's all part of building a winner and building a program. This is something It's not about that just, it's just not about just X's and O's. No. It's about getting buy-in from everybody, everywhere, all around, because he understands Michigan State, the community, the culture, and East Lansing. And, I mean, you gotta give him credit. You gotta give him credit for it.
1: When I I listened to one of the Many, you know, vid- videos that, I, that were on Twitter uh, after the game on Sunday, you know, that I'm sure a lot of you looked at and I'm, you can find on MSU football and Mel Tucker's Twitter, uh, Instagram as well. It, it really drove it home. Exactly what you just said, Musa. You said, you know, he, he wants to engage with the community, the fans. And it's big what he what he is building with this culture is something that's bigger than himself. And bigger than every player on the team. We talk about it all the time. We say that it's not whether or not you can do it, it's whether you can believe that you can do it, the team that believes. But really believe. belief comes in, comes from doing it for something greater than yourself. When he talked about this game, and you can hear his pregame speech, you can find it. He says, look to the man to the right of you. You're doing it for him. This ain't for you. This is the guy that you lift with, the guy that you ran with. I mean, as a former player, you're saying like, that's it. It's not about you, it's about him. I'm doing this for him because he did that for me. And we're going to do this for each other. And when you do that, great things happen. Get that first. This is old school, he said. Get that first hit in, which is, man, I'm look, that, I saw his father. Old in, I saw me, that too. Yeah, I saw his father in the elevator. Yeah, is that came that t- for the first time? Oh, he's outstanding, Is that man. game
0: for the first time since 08 to a game? Because I asked him, I said, like, Kawhi Michigan State, he said, This is home. You know, I'm from Cleveland. You know, this is the first game my dad's attended since 2008. Wow. This is home. I mean. Mel Tucker Sr., man. Yeah, that's his dad. I mean, you (laughs) can't replace home. No, you can't. All you naysayers out there talking about where he's going and out of town and all this other stuff, this is home to him. This is the first game his dad has attended in 13 years. There, there isn't a price tag for that, not no. at all. And no. He tweets out stuff like this, and he he shouts out the Spartan Nation. That is from the heart. That is from the heart. There's no questions from the heart.
1: No, there's no price was, tag. There may not be a price tag for it, Brian, but let me tell you something. Rest assured, Michigan State, we are gonna reach in our pockets.
0: Whoa. Speaking of pockets, you gonna reach in those pockets for coach? Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> Look at that. Paul Bunyan stays tucked, baby. He's staying tucked. That, that was a great celebration at his home after the game. Her former players, alumni, staff, and the like, and Brian Masalam,
0: that, that, a that distinguished is, guest. That is what he gets. You know, he just. <laughs> He gets all that, right? Because former does. players, Spartan Dogs, are part of the program. Uh you know, alumni are part of the program. He understands that it's we yes. not us.
1: That's right. And that
0: every one of us has to buy in. And if you don't think if you play football at this university and you don't think you matter, you're wrong. And if you don't think You coming to Spartan Stadium on a Saturday, you know, cheering your tail off and making a difference and being part of the deep end, you're wrong because he really believes it. He believes that everybody has to buy in. Oh, let's be clear about that. You matter. No question. You played at Michigan State,
1: you matter. You went to Michigan State, you want to cheer for the Spartans, you matter. You want to put us to the test? Let me tell you some DM Brian, maybe myself. We'll make sure you understand that you matter. DM Jason. DM DM Brian. <laughs> My and then pleasure. He'll, he'll give me he'll give me the he'll give My me the pleasure. message. But <laughs> we love you. Love all Spartans. We're, we're, they, Absolutely. They, like, like it's one for all, for one, one for all. This is what this is about. And we and and Mel Tucker's a guy who walks the walk and talks the talk. He's not just saying this in front of the camera. He's real about this.
0: And oh. for those who don't believe, test it out. We'll show you. Oh, Ain't that right, Brian? It is, because all of this is a byproduct, right? Winning is a byproduct yes. of all of this. It's, it's getting former players to buy in, alumni to buy in, Spartan Nation to buy in, the deep end to buy in, Spartan <laughs> fans to buy in, current players to buy in. All of this is part about building a culture that allows us to succeed because all hands are required on deck. And while they ran their mouth all week, not current players, former players ran their mouth all week uh, and said some things that, you know. I wish we had
1: that tape of the guy who was talking after the game, though, That number 90, I forget his we, name. We got it we okay, okay, we okay. will we'll get to that in a second, okay. but
0: <laughs> but I mean all that stuff matters. Every bit of it matters. But if you don't believe that Coach Tucker's neighbor matters, uh uh the person that's cutting the grass at at the the, the building matters. If you don't believe everybody matters. And this is one thing that I appreciate about him because he was here in 97, 98 he knows how special this place is. He knows this is home. He knows his dad's from Cleveland. He knows that, that we're close by and that you know, the Big ten, the big tennis terrain that he's familiar with. And all of that stuff matters. And this win was so big on so many fronts. Not to mention that, that it was 10 of 14. That it was so big on so many fronts. 10 of 14 matters. Just like four- Dougie Fresh matters. 10 of 14 matters Dougie Fresh does matter He does matter (laughs) (laughs) We love you Dougie 10 of 14 (laughs) does matter There is no question he matters But you know what All the hullabaloo Everything that transpires Saturday One person that came out of Saturday Became all A front runner for the Heisman (laughs) Who might that be And a little (laughs) little nickname going by K-9, right? Dog, K-9. Starting to heat up. Starting to heat up, and Gus Johnson on the call, talking about K-9 heading to New York. Hello, New York. Show us. Here's the give. Walker. How excited does that get you, huh? That end zone copy. God. good? I mean, how many Spartans right now want to <laughs> flip that table over? How, how do hit, I do? How many hit that Are you kidding me? table when you're watching that game and you're like, damn <laughs> it. God. Manuel Langford running in 2013 Big it Ten, was 10 Championship. was just like that. Gosh Johnson yelling, hello, New York. When he yells... I'm going to get over there right now. I'm going to hit somebody right now. Hello, New York. (laughs) Is he getting the hype and attention he deserves? He's getting close. Getting there. I'm telling you. He's getting there. He's getting close. I mean, there's there's not. I
1: don't care what your fan bases, all the respective fan bases in the world would like to say publicly, but ain't not one of you and I'm saying that grammatically incorrect, on purpose, that wouldn't trade who you got?
0: That was on purpose. For him. Not one
1: of you will trade, would not trade who you got for him. Not one. His special back. He's a special back. Huh? Name me one. Name me a school. Name me a team that says, no, I'm straight. I don't care. Look, Wake Forest, hats off to you. You let him go, and you're in the top 10 for the first time in 95 years. Hats off to you. But what would you be with him? I don't care who you are. Bama, you ain't got a K-9. Georgia, I don't care who it is. This is a special back in an era in football where we don't see special backs as much as we used to see them. Back in the day, when we were when you were, we were youngsters, this guy look at look at the body control right there. Look at that. I'll, I'll, How I'll, many guys drag their knee before they get across the line? Derrick Henry. Come on, man. I'll trick Derrick Henry. No, Tennessee I, Titans. I'll, yeah, I, I'll, I'll take him over. Don't want anybody <laughs> that's out there right now at his age and in his durability.
0: Right now, there's nobody wow. like that. Wow. Is that Heisman talk real? (laughs) Let's be honest here. Does Michigan State have a big enough platform to push Kane Hine to be considered legitimately for the Heisman?
1: College Football Playoff Committee says so.
0: I mean, Vegas says so. (laughs) He's, He's moving up the board in Vegas. Where's he at right now? What's that say? Their eyes don't lie. They got him at plus five hundred. They got him at plus five hundred. Behind who? Yeah, CJ Stroud. He ain't winning the Heisman over K-9. Ole Miss
1: quarterback and Bryce Young. He I, ain't look, winning the no, no, Heisman no, no, no. over no K
0: nine either. No way. It comes
1: down to Bryce Young Bryce as Young. a quarterback versus Kim. You know, and 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 there it is. College football playoff rankings just told you that. In they have. Bama ranked two, Michigan State three. That's the Heisman race right there. They're saying that you guys are going to go head to head. That's what they're saying. Now, I, Michigan State obviously has to win. They they've got a lot. We got, of, we got a long way to. They go. got a long
0: way to go. Got to beat Purdue. We got to go one and zero. Listen,
1: long long way and to long, go. And so Alabama's got a long way to go.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both well.
1: teams. But this is what they're saying when they have Bama two.
0: Michigan State 3. That's the Heisman race right there. Bryce came out. I mean, we're going into week 9 or 10. We have a bye week. Week 10. And he is in, in, in serious discussion for the Heisman. When is the last time we had a Michigan State player in serious discussion in week 10? 1963. Has, was it really? Yes. Who? Oh. It was a, a young. Sher-
1: Sherman Lewis, mm. uh, out out of Louisville, Kentucky, the boy could fly. He happened to be my neighbor too, right now. Mm. Sherman, he won four Super Bowls now as a coach. You know, this is before they. You know, they they didn't they didn't really want they didn't want they didn't want that pigmentation on the field when he was playing. Okay, they didn't want him. To, that's how long it's been for Michigan State to, ha- to have had. A Heisman Trophy, a legitimate Heisman Trophy candidate. You talk about, you know, Lorenzo White. He was one, but, I mean, Sherman Lewis, he finished in the top three.
0: He was legit. Uh, honestly, before too legit to quit. You know, we're not going to call him Kenneth Walker the third. K9. We're, we're going to call him Kenneth Walker the fifth. The fifth. Touchdown? Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> When you put a five against your rival... K-9-5. K-9-5, we're going to call him. There is no question. I've been watching college football a long time. Yeah. And I've watched Michigan State a long time. Yep. There is no question that game has put them back into the Heisman discussion without question.
1: That's Michigan. That I
0: cannot recall. You,
1: That's Michigan. You, you, You're right. If you would have watched football for 200 years... You're right. You would have never... Seen an individual, a human being, because you know it was in our ear during the broadcast. I'll admit it. They're saying, "Hey, nobody scored five touchdowns against Michigan. Nobody scored five touchdowns." But we're thinking it was the rivalry. It was not the rivalry. There was on. There has not been one human being to score five touchdowns on the University of Michigan Red Grange. When they told me that. I said, oh, my God. You said Red Grange. Wait, wait a minute. Nobody else has scored five touchdowns against him? No human. Oh, wow. Not a human has scored five touchdowns or non-human has Ooh. scored five touchdowns against the University of Michigan. Wow. Ever. Besides him. Wow. You get the highest for that. The way that the media, uh, how should I put this, loves Michigan? He deserves an invite to New York City. For I that.
0: mean, as of now, he absolutely deserves an invite. He is definitely in the discussion. There's absolutely no question about it. him and it. Red Grange. Him and Red Grange, <laughs> so you mean to tell me nobody else has scored five touchdowns against Michigan ever, ever, ever,
1: no, in ever. the history of Michigan, in the history of Michigan football, which is a storied history. And then, hold on in the storied and I know, history. In the storied history of Michigan football.
0: And all the smacked their players I've talked. Yep. Nobody has ever scored never. five touchdowns.
1: Never, never, We've never. We carried
0: Paul Bunyan <laughs> 10 of the last 14 years. But nobody scored five touchdowns ever nope. against them? No. Nope. Nope. Not including us. Never. Ever, ever, ever. Wow. Ever, ever? Forever, ever. Wow. That is remarkable. I mean, look at the balance. Look at the speed, the acceleration. Has Jim Harbaugh beaten a top ten team in the last ten years? <laughs> Never ever. <laughs> he I, has. It,
1: look, 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 I know there's a lot of Michigan look, fans that are that are going to they're they're, and they're, I know they're a currently lot of calling fans. for his head. They're Listen, calling, I know a lot of Michigan. They're calling fans. for his head.
0: I think that's a, that's a mistake. I know a lot of Michigan fans, and I know there's a lot of smack before the game, but. You know, Xavier Henderson, after the game, he went off. He had had some choice words to say about some of the comments made, not by current players, but by former players. It sounded good before the game. Thanks, uh, Mike Hart.
2: Uh, Coach D said it'll never be over, still not over. Thanks, uh, Winovich. Thanks, um, Luan. Thanks, Braylon Edwards. I bet you know uh, Chuck Brantley's name now, don't you? It sounded good, but uh, I don't know what they're talking about now. And thanks, Spartan Nation, for being out
0: there and sticking with us through the game while we were down. Um, they stayed with us. I didn't see anybody leave. So we appreciate you all from the bottom of our hearts. And so And so then there was a lot made about Braylon's comments. And, uh, you know, after the game, even Braylon double, doubled down on a tweet. I don't know if we have that, but some of the comments that he made. <laughs>
1: there it is. Saying the same thing I said before the game. Where are they? 33?
0: 385? Three from the QB? I you mean, guys said it wasn't good over 100 yards rushing yet again? Sure. You know, K-9 was great. That's great. And then, you know, they, couple radio radio person- personalities go on the air and start – had some choice words for Braylon. And then his dad decides to jump in. Stanley Edwards, who I have a lot of respect for. And listen uh, – I totally respect my dad. My dad would defend me too. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, he yeah. might make a situation worse, but <laughs> he will absolutely defend me. Yeah. And for that, I respect. And Stanley Edwards jumped on a radio station and said this. Former Michigan great, Stanley Edwards. Good morning, Stan. How are you? Stoney, what did Brayland say? He said he, I, earlier on he said
1: uh, that he did You couldn't he, name anybody on defense. I, mean, I didn't ask you, John. I'm
2: talking to Stoney. Well, I just heard it yeah. in the brick. Uh, yes, he said he didn't know anything about Michigan State's defense. He he never heard of Panashuk.
1: Beasley. Okay, and that and that's talking smack because he never heard of him. Well, you also have to understand the history. I mean, you're John, I'm to... not talking to you. I'm talking oh, to Stoney. Okay. Sit down for a second, John. You got my number. <laughs> call me if you want to talk to me. Oh, okay. Hey, stand. stand. stand.
0: Don't tell us how to do our job. Stay hey. Stay hey. It. Do our job. Stay All right. This is on the heels of Joe being asked Your job seems to be calling my sons. Hold on. Out on your network because you think it's some kind of shit. Hold then on.
1: you see me. Then hold you see me at a public event and hold up your hand and do the soul brother uh, on, handshake like I'm some second. friend of yours. Hold on. You on a are second. absolutely the luckiest guy in this market hold because on. you have a job with no skill hold but that on. probably goes right. more right. toward you know, your, 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 you radio, your radio audience. Stan, Stanley, hold
0: on a second. First of all, your last beef. had You oh, hung up. There you go. Good. Way to go, Stan. I'm going to clean up for that. That guy.
2: What well, their problem is is that they are insecure because their football team over the years have been average to good every now and then. That's their problem, not ours. That's their problem.
1: And so that insecurity has caused them when they hear something that they don't like, they get all started moving around. Talk back. Talk back. That's all you got to do. Yeah, I Michigan State's a great school. They got great reputation and they got great people there. But they do have some
2: corn head airhead fans that need to shut up
0: some not all that we we, we are saying that we're some not all and that's true you know we we mess with michigan too State. many it, it's gotten it, <laughs> too it, many it, it, it's gotten way beyond that end of the day michigan State, you guys won
2: enjoy the win now it's time to get back to football you guys got four games left to see what you really can do because i believe that you guys have
0: i you know a wise man once said it doesn't come from the coach comes it comes from the program yeah you know and mr edwards with all due respect because i have a ton of respect for my dad so i'm going to show you respect about sounding insecure and talking smack you know i think out of 10 of the last 14 years is we just don't get on the air and talk smack with our mouth we talk smack with our pads and I think we've proven that. And I think that's the biggest problem. I think John Jansen put it best, right? This little brother thing and all these this talk. It has to stop. It just fuels the fire. Why? Let them talk. No, no. Keep I'm good with it.
1: I love it. I'm good with it. Stan, keep doing what you're doing. Taylor, keep, keep doing what you're
0: doing. Uh, uh, listen, hey, Taylor, all y'all, keep doing what you're doing. Hey. Charles because Woodson, who I love, Hall of Famer, before the game, came out waving the Michigan flag on Michigan State's field before the game. Now that Coach D just shook my head. You guys can't help yourself. <laughs> uh, tell me, you guys can't how old help was Xavier
1: Henderson?
0: It's a disease.
1: With, it's okay. With Taylor One or Mike Hart. Mike Hart. When Mike Hart was playing football at Michigan, how old was Xavier Henderson? Can somebody do that math? Uh, I, yeah, seven. That's the first name out of his mouth after he beats Michigan at home. Keep,
0: keep doing yeah, it. It's it's, 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 it's keep keep doing doing it. it. Keep doing it because Tuck's coming. It lives on. We're ten of four, ten of the last fourteen, and. We don't talk smack on the radio. We don't <laughs> talk smack to current players. Our, our current players talk smack with their shoulder pads. That's really what they do. There's so, a big difference, Brian. There is a big difference. That's a huge difference. That's all I'm saying. I mean, like, go to Taylor and O'Wan's tweet, please. Let's play the that video with Taylor. There you goes. Michigan's number two defense in the country. I'm not here to talk about Georgia's number one. Michigan, Michigan, the boys in blue. Are the number two defense in the country. Overall, Michigan State is gonna get donkeyed at home in East Lansing. Whatever that Dunk count is, they're going down. Michigan's going home, taking Paul Bunyan, and kindly, I'm not gonna say the F word, but Michigan State. You know what I'm saying? Not gonna say the F word, but Michigan State, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I give Taylor Lewan credit because oh my God. after that he followed up with these two tweets. I deserve what's about to happen in my Twitter mentions go blue. I shout out to MSU football fans in India today. Absolutely crushing me verbally. I made this bed for myself. You know what? Taylor Lewan? Respect. You ran your mouth. You got to shove down your throat, and you acknowledged it. And I can respect that. I absolutely can. I'm not going to say the F word, but yeah, it, but State. But you know what? You took it like a man. You didn't double down like Braylon. You didn't have your dad come on and defend you. <laughs> and I, I got to give you credit. I honestly got to give you credit. Uh, to each his own. To, to each, each his, his own. own. God bless you guys. And, you know, Mr. Edwards, you can talk about all the friends you have at Michigan State, and you can put your Michigan State shirt on. You look
1: good on you, though.
0: Absolutely. We love it. Got a lot of respect for you. We think it's fantastic. But when are you guys going to (laughs) learn? All you do is fuel the fire. (laughs) I just don't get it. And what you get is you've built a a, a 14-year rivalry of animosity and you allow mark d'antonio to build a house <laughs> and you get this right here All right, you got coach d staring at 10 of the last 14 wins looking at all the players celebrating it all began with the infamous mike hart statements and you say he looks at the house that he built and that's what happens That's what happens when people outside start interfering. Now, keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Coach D deserves to take that all in. Coach D set the tone for this robbery.
1: That is. It's not about
0: insecurity. It's not about who's better than who. It's not about talking with your mouth. It's not about tweeting. It's about talking with your shoulder pads. And showing results on the field. And I think 10 of the last 14 years approved it, quite frankly. And we're on to the next appointment, which we take on a very dangerous Purdue team. And I'm not, I'm not going to lie, Jason, scared, this game scares the hell out of me. It scares us all.
1: There's no doubt about it. I mean, you were gone, I think it was 1997. Uh, you know, I don't call them Boilermakers anymore, they're the Spoilermakers. And rightfully so. I mean, they just beat the number two team a couple of weeks ago in the Iowa Hawkeyes. And they posted that nice little tweet afterwards saying, we beat the number two.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Out of Iowa. Out of, uh, yep. that's, that's what, it, you get it? Number two out of Iowa. They, they did that. Purdue is What does number two stand for? Pencil? Number one, number two, you know. the I Pencil? Mean, that's what you ask, you know, you, when you ask the little kids, you got to go number one or number two? Oh, I was, you know, I, I thought it was a pencil. You know, it's it's a relief type of deal. It's a you know one of the tweets thing. of the
0: year, by the way.
1: <laughs> Whatever. So yeah, that was great. So you know, you, you're talking about the spoiler makers, man. I mean, w- w- I remember being that's down there tough place to in play. West Lafayette. I mean, that's one of the most godforsaken places to play in in, in all of college football. You' talking about think Bloomington's rough, we got forty one new faces. They think Bloomington was like the you know the the deliverance a set of the movie, you know, which they don't even know what that is because it was so old. These guys are so young. but you go to West Lafayette, man i mean it it's scary, and it smells. And nothing's <laughs> open after seven a. seven p.m. It, it's
0: crazy. And we never play basketball there, in ba- we never play well in basketball. No, there. it's bad there, man. Like you we it, don't play well with there mind. in football. They've got one Applebee's, a half
1: a McDonald's, and everything else is like it's tumbleweeds. And very smart. They got astronauts, rocket scientists rocking around. That's br- all they got. Br-
0: brilliant engineering, school.
1: brilliant people, in the middle of nowhere, and it smells so. You just, you, you don't know what to think of it when you go there. And you go to this stadium, that Ross Aide. aid stadium. And, I uh, hate the word trap game. Oh, my God. The grass is like, you know. Why do we use the word trap game? Spoiler makers. They got that big old drum. that. Comes they got <laughs> a good coach. They got a re- oh, bro. They're five yes. and three. They're I'm a good football you.
0: team. I'm telling you. On the road is a tough place to play. Yeah. You know. This is, this is going to be a challenge
1: for Michigan oh, State. Oh,
0: this is going to be. A, listen. A young Drew Brees in you're 1997. You're you're minus three. What does that tell you? Yep. Watch out. Watch out. <laughs> it's absolutely watch out. Watch your arse, son. Because you could get knocked off. So you're going to have to create some big <laughs> plays. You're going to have to control their short passing game. Mm -hmm. They're very good at that dinking and dunking. Okay? And you're going to have to go in there and And, get mm, over the Michigan hangover.
1: And never fall asleep.
0: Never fall asleep because that is one tough place to play. We have played there before. We know how tough the crowd is, really how the crowd lulls you to sleep. Yeah. Right. You think, oh, I got this. It's you, Purdue. You, you Basketball. You pe- they don't care. You think you're up by ten?
1: If you if you get out to a ten point lead against Purdue, you, you feel like it's a forty point lead. That's a problem in Purdue. You feel like the truth actually. Yeah, you really
0: do. You've been there. I'm, to, I'm we're up by like nine at turn T V off. <laughs> be, be careful. I'm telling you that,
1: young Spartans, beware. Because you'll go down there, you're up by a touchdown, maybe eight
0: points. Darian Harris' pick feel, yeah. sealed the game when we're in 15 yeah. when we were ranked, whatever, fifth, sixth in the country. That's a tough place to play. Do you have any doubt in the world Mel Tucker will have him ready? No doubt in, the, not, no doubt in my mind at all that Mel Tucker's going to have
1: him ready. He's going to tell him. He's going to push it. He's going to crank it up and make them understand this. I want them to show them that video of 1997 when Drew Brees came in the ball game. I think we were up by 20. It was only about two minutes, a little over two minutes ago. Oh, my goodness. And they found a way, man. Show them that. Frame by frame by frame. And explain to them that this is the history, which they've done a phenomenal job of doing. They've done a phenomenal job of spoon-feeding the 41 new faces into indoctrinating them to what this series really means as far as Michigan's concerned. But on to the next. 24 hours to celebrate. On to the next one. Purdue's on the clock. You got to show them this one, too, because there is some history.
0: For, for us non-fans, we kind of celebrated a little bit longer than 24 hours. We're still celebrating. I no we are. <laughs> I mean, yeah, We're all still celebrating. Go we're, green. We're not preparing for the game, so we get to celebrate till probably <laughs> Wednesday,
1: right? <laughs> You're going to be celebrating till halftime Thursday. of the Purdue game.
0: Thursday. <laughs> but really, if you lose yeah. this game against Purdue, oh, how much luster do you lose from the Michigan win? A ton. You lose yeah, You lose it all. Absolutely. You lose it all. The, ne- the most important game? And the next one. It's the next one. I, you know, I know those sound so cliche. Right? It's true. But it's so true. Live in the moment. Live in the moment. Got to go one and all this week. That third Focus ranking on is the fickle. Task at hand. Fickle. Fickle.
1: The third ranking, not no waffling flakes. Forget about. Yeah. Forget no about. No waffling flakes. Fickle. I'm talking about
0: the, the third ranking. Ignore all rankings. Fickle. You win. You win. Everything takes care of itself. Yes, it does. Head into West Lafayette. Swing by to watch the Jets first in Indianapolis, <laughs> and then head into West Lafayette. <laughs> Get the W. Get out of there. Prediction. We got a lot of college. We got a high school playoffs going oh, on. Oh, we got the Forts and Tractors against Woodhaven and Catholic Central against? West Bloomfield. West, okay. Oh, boy. Brother Rice. We're, we're heading for a crash Ooh. course collision. <laughs> Cra- Our brother Rice somewhere. brother Rice ram over. St. Mary's brother Rice. St. Bro- Mary's brother Rice. Right man, brother Rice.
1: We'll that Okay. Later.
0: Later. You gotta give them some love too. Catholic League, baby. No, 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 Catholic no. League. The road to Fort Field goes through Fortson High School. <laughs> fourth and high school. Don't worry about it. Don't Antonio Gates Jr. I can say his name. Predictions for Saturday. Oh boy. I think it's gonna be a tough game again.
1: This is not gonna be an easy one. So get your you know, your chest compressions out, your cardiac kit. I think Michigan State. Battles in this game and finds a way to win late and pulls ahead and ultimately wins by 12 points.
0: 12? <laughs> yes, You know what? Uh, I wish I was as optimistic as you. I think this is going to be a nail-biter. Oh, yeah. it's gonna, uh, Until, until the 12 hit. <clears throat> I think we're going down to the wire. I think we're going to have a final from what I lost. Still, my voice is still lost from Saturday. Wow. Because you're
1: on the sideline. With all the coaching. big donors, anyway, you're making it all happen. I, I,
0: I swear I still lost my voice. Some people are just working. I, my Moose is lock of the week <laughs> without question, unequivocally. Michigan State will walk into West Lafayette and will come out of their victorious 20-17. to 17. Three points. Barely not covering. I don't even know what the spread is. I have no <laughs> idea. Take the money line. We win. Anyway. Thank you, for everybody. Thank you for joining us. It has been a pleasure. I am your co-host, Brian Masalem, along with my co-host, Jason Strayhorn. You are watching Inside the Locker Room. We will see everybody next week. Take care and go green. Good night. God bless.